Hey there, if you would like ad-free and early versions of these episodes, as well as bonus episodes, movie club episodes, and lots more, head on over to patreon.com slash Craig and Friends. Oh, this is gorgeous. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's go. And before I ruin my hair, let me just say, welcome to the show, Rosie Thorne. Oh, are we like on? Are we going? Oh, yeah, we're on. Oh, yeah. my God. This yeah. is so fast. Hi. <laughs> I like to have everything set up and ready to go. We are just jumping right into it. Okay, let's go. I don't even have my headphones on. That's how like no, just we're, eager and ready. Well, because we're having such lovely convo. That's right. And we want to make sure we capture so, it yes. so everyone else can enjoy it, too. Yes. That's what it is. We Hit it. Let's that. go. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Speaking <laughs> of the air conditioning, is it even cold enough in here yet? Oh, it's stunning. Okay. Good. Because uh, usually when I'm running around getting ready to, then I'm like, oh. <sighs> yes. And I get bitchy when I'm like boiling hot. Like you don't want to see it. It's not fun. And we were just talking about at clubs. Sometimes they don't ice the place down They don't understand it. It they... is just like a sauna. And I'm like, get me out. Like I'm done. You're like, oh, I'm glad, sir, that you were wearing a tank top and you're comfortable. Yeah. But you are under uh, sometimes many layers of Yeah. Uh, and makeup. Clothing. I'm like, don't take a photo of me. Like I, I just, I look gross. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so how long... How quickly do you know when you walk into a place based on the temperature? Oh, it sucks. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, what's how long? Like instantly. Like I'll walk in and be like, "Shit!" Like this is gonna be hard. It's gonna be a long night. That kind of thing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but the last um, sugar tank this past week, it was gorgeous. I felt the breeze. I oh. felt lovely. I felt stunning on stage. Yeah. So you and you, of course, you were stunning on stage. Thank you. You're welcome. I had such a fun time. Your entrance into the backstage area was uh, quite an entrance too. It was very glamorous. Was it? It was because I was standing right in the thick of people and I was. Turning around to go, and, and you walked in. You were like, late. "Hello, no!" Oh, but it was perfect, though. <laughs> you and Gigi came in at around the same time. Yeah, well, you know what? She was doing my hair, and we were a little late together, so <laughs> we just strolled in a little late. But well, listen, you know, I remember that that happens. You know what I mean? The stars yeah. of the show sometimes don't have to be there for uh, the opening curtain. Listen, glamour. Sometimes it takes a minute. It does. Like... It does. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> what you know are you going mean? to do? Glamour takes time. Glamour takes absolutely. Time. It takes time. <laughs> and um, I think. I was yeah, I was walking out of that, and then you came in, and uh, it was like a hello, and it was great. And then I was like, oh, hi, man. and then I was like, I'm in your way because it's very. Tight oh, you back did there. say that. And I was like, no, you're not. Like, no. I, sometimes you know you get like self conscious. You're like, oh, you need the mirrors. Everyone needs the mirror. No. Yeah, yeah. I I love walking into like the dressing room at Sugar Tank and seeing it just filled with people and friends. Like yeah. it's it's so fun. It is really lovely the, so the atmosphere. And again, that's another thing about the House of Avalon that is that runs through it mm-hmm. all the time. The sense of family and love uh, and yeah. friendship, and also meeting all the folks that I didn't meet before. Like I met Bright. The other night, uh, yes, and that was great, and um, some other and fields. We were chatting mm-hmm. more and everything, and everything is just lovely. I love them so much. Yeah, Ugh. it really is like a family, mm-hmm. and we want to make everyone else feel like that too. You know, well, so. you do though. That's the great thing. Good, good. Yeah. I'm glad. Yeah, you definitely <laughs> do, because uh, you know, uh, especially the first night back as the f- first uh, sugar tank was. Yes. You know that you could imagine that tension could be higher people could be stressed out and everything mm-hmm. but you wouldn't read that at all from any of you like yeah. you're very oh, uh um you. gracious 
Uh, hope good. Sleeps, I yeah. hope so. Good. Yeah. Good. We so, have fun. Yeah, lots of fun. And speaking of fun, <laughs> yes, I have a few questions from our previous guest. Oh shit! Okay, Rubber child for oh, no. you specifically. Oh god. <laughs> now the first one is: Do you believe in God? No. <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> I'm relieved. So now we can continue with the show as it was originally. <laughs> That's planned. her favorite question. <laughs> so I, yeah. I, I should have known that was coming. <laughs> but then the next one is kind of spiritual as well. And it is uh, a numbers question, a statistics question. Like math? Well, okay. more about volume. How many cocks did you suck in Puerto Vallarta? Oh my God, she did not. <laughs> She's going to expose me like that. She did. I mean, I wouldn't lead the conversation with such a base and rude question but you know rubber child listen i am i cannot i'm not gonna go into deal details but I, <laughs> I enjoyed myself like Good it was vacation you. i enjoyed myself leave me alone listen after being <laughs> cooped up all that time listen <laughs> We had a good time in Mexico, that's all I'm going to say. I've heard very good time. I know that some people's <laughs> allergies got acted up, but that's okay. Like, and we were like weather. deathly sick after too, which was not fun. <laughs> now, what kind of deathly sick? Did you get like uh, stomach troubles or was it just... I We were just all like like bedridden. Like I don't know if it was COVID. <laughs> I don't know what. But it was also like the first time that we were kind of like traveling and like yeah. out, you know, with no mask on, with... And crowds of people, and we came back, and we were like dying. Well, also, and it was like three weeks too. Like we were all sick. Oh, that's what, yeah. Uh, it was quite a while. What, how long were you there for? Like a week? It was a full week. Yeah. Okay. Well, the other thing is, I noticed even just getting out and about. I mean, I'm just talking about going to the movie theater and then going to precincts yeah. and stuff. A day or two after all that, like two or three days, I was like, could not get. You going. had a little cold, you had I, a little I, headache, I, and you're like, oh yeah. I, oh, I got the I got the rapid tests. You know, like the the ones where you yeah yeah yeah. And I screwed the first one up because. It said something like remove the adhesive strip. Now that's to like there's a card that you fold in half and then you remove this adhesive strip and then fold it up and then seal it. It was missing the adhesive strip. So what I did is I was like, oh, that thing. And I pulled off the thing you're not supposed to touch. (gasps) So then that one was a failed test. And then I was feeling like run down. Yes. But really what it was is I had actually lived life like I would have beforehand. Do you hear those fuckers outside, by the way? Yes. And they're so fucking rude. I know exactly. <laughs> like they didn't get their. their... We're doing a podcast. <laughs> Don't please. you know? They seems like they waited until. They're, oh, oh they're, there they are. Let's do it now. Because um, they missed Rubber's show yesterday. So. Oh, so I mean, now how, it's... How much landscaping do you need to do? The streets don't look that... There's nothing out here to landscape. No. There's it's not... all sidewalks. Exactly. Well, how much leaf blowing can there be done? But anyway. Uh, yeah, I had that thing where... But it basically, I felt... I realized later, it's like, oh, I've been living life like you normally do. Yeah. And, oh my good God. Wait, I'm going to close the door. Pardon okay. me for a second. Please hold, girls. Uh, people who are listening. <laughs> Please hold. So can can this be like stopped and like edited and whatnot? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh stunning. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, that's good to know. Okay, that's good to know. <laughs> and anything that because like sometimes it's a very free atmosphere here. So sometimes yes. there's things that like later people think, oh, mm, you know, or I shouldn't have shouldn't said have that said that. Yeah. <laughs> but I said too much. Okay, good to know. Yeah, good yeah. To know. Uh, and um, usually it's fine. And like mm-hmm. I, I'm always delicate with the edit. So yeah. if someone says something, mm-hmm. you know, like I'm gonna probably bleep out something I said before. Mm-hmm. The P word. Don't mm-hmm. yeah, we wouldn't want to shame mm-hmm. those good members of our working community. Yes, not at all. Not at all. I think well, to cap off what I was saying, back in the regular flow of life, mm-hmm. it's like exhausting because we've been just sitting on couches. Oh, absolutely, forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then performing on top of it, you must have yeah. felt. And in Puerto Vallarta, there was like a performance thing as well. 
Um, we didn't perform or anything, but oh, we okay. we did go out and see like the local drag, which was really fun. And I mean, I mean, we like we have been dying to like just go out and like be a part of that. So it was so lovely. And Mexico well, yeah. was kind of like the first time. Sure. You know, so I mean, we had a lovely time there. It was fun. Besides the heat, going back to the heat, it was misery. Well, getting used to even <laughs> the heat here, like walking outside, I, I yeah. was like, oh, it's actually I, I was shocked. It was mm-hmm. weird. There's so many things, sensory things, that getting yeah. used to things after the yeah. bus strike. It was hard. Yeah. I mean, people make fun of me because they're like, why did you move to California? It's so hot here. And I'm just like, I hate the heat. Like, I cannot stand <laughs> oh, it. Oh, really? Like, I love the cold. I want fall weather. I want, like, Christmas really? time. Like, I I just hate being hot. Like, nothing makes me more upset. Sure. I, I, can, <laughs> I understand that completely. Like, I love that it's warm out here, but I want yeah. to be like Like, I hate sweating. Like, it, it just irks me. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm crazy. Well, have you ever thought about that thing of like removing sweat glands and all that? Oh, was that possible? It is possible, but it's very dangerous. <sighs> yeah, it's very dangerous. I'm trying to remember. There was some model that did it. And... I will definitely look into that because that sounds like my tea. <laughs> I hate sweating. Dangerous, but you won't sweat. Who cares? Yeah. I'm like, who cares? <laughs> if it's dangerous. I'll still do it. <laughs> you can definitely have that done. There was some actor. I'll have to look that up. There was some actor who did that. Send me the link. I will. I shall send you the link, certainly. Send me the link. And I mean, look, I'm, medical technology has uh, been a, many advancements since the 80s when this uh, mm-hmm. incident occurred. Yeah. yeah. Where did you move from? So I moved from New Jersey. Actually, August 2nd is my LA anniversary. So I've been here for six years. Wow. Congratulations. Yeah. And I moved um, when I was 18. I like just graduated high school. That's amazing. I was doing online uh, schooling for like the last three years. Yeah. Um, and then I was just like, oh, I'm so sick of this place. Like, I'm so bored. And yeah. then it was that fast. I was like, I'm just going to leave. And I waited like a month after I graduated and I came here at 18. That's amazing. By you, myself. You and Rubber both by yourself moved. Mm-hmm. I know that was to Florida, Rubber's mm-hmm. first move. Yeah. But that's incredible. So how did you yeah. set it up when you moved out here? Did you find an apartment online? Did you have someone you know, searching for you? Okay. So I have been a dancer since like... 10 years old Mm -hmm. and so um i was kind of like back and forth to la new jersey for jobs even like before i lived here oh that's great Um, yeah like i got signed with like an agency and i would come to you know to do some like auditions and some work and so that was really nice because it kind of like slowly um introduced me to la and i made some like acquaintances which is really important yeah so i didn't kind of come here like not knowing anyone or not knowing like what la was because i was kind of coming here for like you know a week you know for like a work trip and then leaving going back and then coming back sure um and so i kind of always knew that this is where i wanted to be because i did see it and i had some friends here and so when i was 18 i was like i'm going i don't care what my mom says i don't care what anyone says i'm coming here and so it was nice that i knew some people and i kind of had some work set up for me which was really nice That's really good and um apartment hunting actually was really fast i Mm -hmm. i think i stayed with a friend for like two weeks while i was looking and then I found like a little studio apartment and I was on my own. It was that fast. It happened really fast. Yeah. Well, it's good. And you were thinking about it in the back of your mind probably yeah. for a long time. Oh, a very long time. I'm sure the first time you visited LA, you were like, yeah, this is probably... Oh, absolutely. Like I came here um, for an audition and I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. This, like this is the place. <laughs> this is the place. Did you have that like real sadness the first time you left, you know, when you... No, not at all. Oh, no, no. I mean, when you left LA, like you were like, I got, I want to be back there. Do you know? Oh, the, yeah. Yeah. That feeling almost like when you take like a great trip. Yeah. And come like back when I and... first came here, like it really, it really felt like home. And then when I was going back to New Jersey, I was like, yeah, this isn't it. Like, this yeah. is not home for me. There's that sp- really specific feeling of when you're coming back from the airport because it's never a really scenic mm-hmm. drive mm-hmm. and you're starting to, especially if it's cold. Mm-hmm. 
because I'm from Massachusetts, and then you're getting okay. back. Yeah, so the similar East Coast. Close ish. Like, yeah, exactly. Although okay. I don't miss the cold at all. See, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Did you like a snowy Christmas and all that yes. whole thing? Yes, and I hate that we don't like get that here. I know it is a little strange. It's that's it a little disorienting. The first, mm-hmm. actually, the first couple times. Yeah, and then having a weird Christmas like last year, which was just bizarro yeah uh made it even stranger also because la typically empties out a lot Mm -hmm. around christmas so it's strange not that there's like a general big sense of like hi how you doing community Mm -hmm. walking around la Mm -hmm. but it's you know when when it's really easy to get parking on your street and you're like this is weird yeah like where is everyone (laughs) what's happened yeah yeah but you know in new jersey we would get all the seasons and like full force like we would get blizzards and then for all time it was like the leaves and like the trees and i was like oh i miss that well and people like like to come to the east coast to look at the leaves right Mm -hmm. yeah which is it's funny i have no uh, fondness for the east coast oh i mean i i do i do like i love going to new york now and, same, same, yeah, and uh, and you had quite a trip to New York recently. Oh my god, it was so much fun! It yeah. was so fun, and that was the first time that I really like experienced New York the way you're supposed to. Yeah, as like an yeah. adult, I guess. I yeah. know that sounds weird, but I since I moved out so young, like yes, yeah. I was in New York frequently. But it's different going back now, you know, like I'm doing drag and I'm working with my friends and we're going to the club and we're working and having fun and drinking. And it's like the Madonna party. you know. Oh, my! I mean, come on. Like <laughs> I never experienced New York like that. So this was kind of like my first time really having that moment. Yeah. When we went and oh, my God, it was so fun. I cannot wait to go back. Yeah, I can imagine. How long were you there for? Um, Like four or five days. Oh, and that's the perfect amount of time with that kind of activity, too, because it's just it's like everything's going boom, boom, boom. Yeah, And we were working like morning till night every single day that we were there. But it was so fun. Was it hot? Was there sweaty going on? (sighs) (laughs) You know, luckily, like the first two days was not bad. But the last two days, um, I think it was a Sunday that we had to do like a rooftop party in Brooklyn. Oh, Woo! my God. It was hard. That was hard. Diva. My gosh. (laughs) I can imagine. Now, when you're in a situation like that, what what's the deal with the makeup? Do you end up reapplying? Do you take stuff off and then reapply it? You or know do you what? Touch up? Like at that point, I'm like, just... like it is what it is, Diva. <laughs> like, like it's hot. Like, give me a break. There's nothing that I could do at this point. Yeah, you know that's what I mean? true. Like, yeah, if anyone's gonna give, I just attitude, let it go. Yeah, just just put a filter on me if you're taking a selfie with me, please. <laughs> back to uh, when you moved here. Yes. Uh, so you found that studio apartment. Is that the one that you were referring to earlier, or did you find? Is that no, your so first... I was actually there for like a year and a half. Yeah. And then, okay, so let me give you a little backstory. Please, so, I love a backstory. So my whole family is here right now. My parents and both my older sisters which was really fabulous oh wow so my older sister moved here kind of like a year before me Mm -hmm. but she was living on her own or whatever and then i moved a few months after but i wanted to live on my own yeah and then my other sister moved a year after and then my two parents moved a year after that wow yeah that's Um, wild and so i was living in a studio for like a year and a half because i was like i want that experience i don't want to live with my family like i want to live by by myself yeah and not with a roommate too there's something different about like i really wanted to have that moment and then after some time I was like, you know what? Um, let me move in with my sister. She lives in Sherman Oaks, or at the time she did. Yeah. Um, and then we had that moment together, which was really fun. Um, and then my parents kind of like retired and sold their like business. And they were like, well, there's nothing here for us either. Like, we miss you guys. We want to come to LA too. So they moved here. That's wonderful. And we're all in the valley and yeah. it's fabulous. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. That's really sweet. So you see them yeah. a lot. 
Oh yeah, I see them often. That's yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I have an amazing roommate now. He's like a really good friend of mine. So. Oh, that's good. So we turn it. We have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good because he said earlier in the hallway that it's uh it's kind of sad sometimes because you're like a 25 minute yeah, trip away. That's just enough time to be away everyone. from. Yeah, it's just far enough away. Yeah, you know? I mean, but I will say right now I am getting that itch where it's like I've kind of been in the same area for like five six years and like I'm ready to like move and yeah. get like a new apartment and yeah be closer to like the girls and I don't know. Yeah, though, that makes it's sense. Time. Five, six years, it's plenty of... of That's a time. long time. It's a very it's long time. It's a very long time, time Especially so for, for your uh, young age. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah Such a young crazy. thing. And so accomplished. Just <laughs> a little girl, you know? <laughs> Thank 16, you. right? 16. So 16. It's always 16. Not going to get more than that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, moving into your own place at 11 is very impressive. Oh, my God. It's so hard. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But you hire movers, though. That's Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so when did you start dancing? I started dancing like, oh my God, what, like 10 or 11? Like that was when I kind of take, I was taking it seriously. Like I was going to like classes and training sure. and um, I was going to like a studio in New Jersey and I was mm-hmm. also like taking the bus to New York to train. Oh, wow. So yeah. training at two different places. And yeah. So a, a very full time. Yeah. I mean, uh, like affair. at the time, like dancing was what like I, I wanted to do. That was like, yeah. I was dead set on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I moved to LA, I did pursue it for about like two years. And and like I said, I had like an agency and, you know, I was doing all the auditions sure. and all the commercial work. And, you know, I that was what I thought I wanted to do. And then after some time, it kind of wasn't like fulfilling me in the way that I thought it was going to. Yeah. And I don't know, LA is really like funny. It kind of like you, I don't know, you don't really know like what you want to do in two until like you try it i guess and i sure yeah and when i was in la like i just feel like there were so many things around me that i was so curious about and i was like oh, i would love to do that too i'd love to try that i would love to try makeup yeah you know what i mean and then i tried to and then i got into that and i was doing makeup on other people and i was assisting mm-hmm. and then i that was fun for a minute and i was like oh this still isn't giving me that yeah. yeah that feeling that i'm looking for like there was something missing and then i started playing with makeup on myself and then I was like buying wigs and I was getting into clothes and like fashion and I was like okay this is like we're on the right track like what is this gonna be and then drag kind of happened it yeah. happened so fast when was the first time you remember going to a drag show and having the kind of feeling like that <sighs> going to a drag show oh my god I mean it was it was kind of like when I moved here it was like 18 19 and sure. I was you know I was Sneaking out with my fake ID and going to WeHo with like my friends. And I was just so intrigued by it because back in New Jersey, like I wasn't exposed to that. I lived like in the middle of nowhere, like Mm -hmm. in the woods, you know Uh what I mean? Like I didn't have any gay friends or anything like that. So when I moved here, that was kind of my first like experience with like drag and all that. And it was so intriguing to me. And I was like, hmm. I think I could do that. <laughs> I think I could be good at that. Yeah. And so I, it was always like in the back of my mind. And then one day I was like, you know what? I'm going to just try it. Like, let's just, let's have fun. And then I went out in drag one night. And ever since then, I was just like, yeah, this is the moment. Like, this is it. This is and it. luckily I met like all the girls on that first night too. Oh, perfect. So okay. it was kind of like, I don't know, it happened all very like organically. Yeah. And it was supposed to happen like yeah, that. Yeah. And then just work started happening happening thankfully and then here i am mm-hmm. i i really would have never thought that i would be doing drag like as a career sure and then now it's like it's crazy that happens a lot though right uh, someone's yeah. interested in the performing arts in mm-hmm. some way whether it's acting or mm-hmm. even doing other people's makeup etc yeah. and then suddenly you're trying it on yourself and it's starting to feel 
more and more natural. Oh, and it all felt that. very right. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is what I've been looking for all these years. It really was. Yeah. Because yeah. I was trying so many things and I was like, oh, it's just not giving me that feeling. Mm-hmm. And drag does. And it's hard to figure that out too when you are going on auditions because ostensibly you're already doing well, you know, mm-hmm. at a young age, you're going to auditions, you're booking things, you're, mm-hmm. you know, traveling for work. Mm-hmm. So it might take a moment too to mm-hmm. realize that, oh my, I got to focus on something else. It's it's funny because for a while I kind of gave up dance and I was just like, yeah, I guess it's just not for me and that's okay with it. But it was strange because I was doing it for so long and I was like, how can this, like, how could I love this thing so much? And then overnight it's like, I'm over it. Yeah. But drag like really made me like rediscover that again in myself. It made me fall in love with it again. And now it's like, I am loving like dancing again. Like I, I want to get back into like taking class and I want to do like videos and like, it's really crazy. Drag, drag is just like everything that, like I've always wanted to do it kind of like encompasses like everything in one. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's sort of like film, how film mm-hmm. is, you know, uh, photography and yeah. sound and movement and everything. It's mm-hmm. really what drag is and you can do whatever you want. Yeah. 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 You're like the star of your own show, which I fucking love. So. <laughs> <laughs> Are you considering a one woman show at some point? I mean, I don't know. Like, well, it sounds like, you know, you have some of the, <laughs> uh, the pillars. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I really would like to, um, you know, like I said, kind of do some dancing things. Like I would love to do some videos. And yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm just kind of taking it day by day. I'm having fun right now. Yeah. You know. When you started dancing, uh, what was the schedule like for all of that? Because it sounded pretty rigorous. You oh, were my going... God. Like like when I was here kind of pursuing it? Sure. Oh or both. God, or when was... you, it, Let's start when you started, like when you first started. And what was the... Uh... It's a lot. It, like yeah. the training is a lot. I mean, I was... I was, you know, doing school right after school. I was going, taking classes, like four classes back to back. You know what I mean? And then when I was living here, I was training like seven days a week. I was, you know, I was in North Hollywood where all the studios are. And I was, I was studio hopping. Like I was doing one class for an hour and a half, going to the next one, taking another class, going to the next one. And then it was auditioning the next morning. And it was a lot. Mm -hmm. It's, it's a lot of work. (laughs) Now the auditions, what would they be for? Commercials or? Yeah, like, um, commercials, some, you know, music videos, things like that. Sure. I mean, so I definitely had, had fun with it. You know, I met a lot of great people, but it came to a point where I was like, eh. Did you ever go to the Debbie Reynolds dance studio? Yes. Oh my God. I was there like morning till night. <laughs> I like, used to drive past that all the time. Really? I, I used to live in the valley. Yes. Yeah, sadly, year it closed here. down. But oh, that's too bad. Yeah. I was wondering about that because since she passed, I didn't know if maybe someone yeah. else took it over. Yeah. I, it always made me smile though, driving past the logo mm-hmm. of her on that. A lot of the studios closed down, especially because of the pandemic, which is oh. sad. So, yeah. Well, yeah, but I was like living at those studios like morning till night. Yeah. Yeah. I, it always makes me think of, uh, of course, all that jazz or mm-hmm. the uh, the terrible movie Staying Alive, which is like mm-hmm. about a guy, okay. a, a Broadway dancer mm-hmm. wannabe sort of thing. Uh, it's a sequel to Staying a uh, Saturday Night Fever, but it's awful. Mm-hmm. It's, it, basically, there's a Broadway show called Saint Zally. Okay, and it's got an oiled up John Travolta. It's good to watch. It's a terrible movie though, but we'll okay. we'll, we'll look at clips later. Okay, yeah, <laughs> I love a bad movie. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah, me too. Oh, I love a bad movie. <laughs> I love do, that. Do you have any favorite bad movies? Oh my god! Oh my god! There's so <laughs> many. Like I love, I love like a like B list like camp movie. That's like my favorite. Oh, yeah, no, I love like those. give me like a corny movie. Nothing mm-hmm. makes me happier, you know. Oh, me too. The, like a, a terrible movie, especially one that you want to like show your friend. Like mm-hmm. you got to see this part over here. Mm-hmm. Like the stunt work is so bad yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah. What was the last one that you watched that you remember? Oh my god! The last like the last bad movie. Yeah. Oh my god, you're putting me on the spot. I know. Welcome to putting you on the spot. I yeah. Know. Oh I know. I know. Well, you don't have we can come back to it. 
We can come back okay. to it. Okay, yeah, we'll do that. We'll just talk about sex stuff. Oh my god! Okay, <laughs> we're jumping to a whole different realm. Okay, wait. You know what movie actually, which is my favorite, but it's not bad at all. But um, my my favorite movie is um, Jennifer's Body. I have and, to see I that. mean, I've watched. You haven't seen I it? No, I know. Oh my god, that is a gay crime. <laughs> um, I mean, I've watched it a million times, but recently I just watched it with the girls. We had like a movie night. Yeah. And I got very high and it was lovely watching it. And it is just high camp. My okay. God. And like, I, I never really realized it until I watched it this last time. And I was like, oh my God, this movie is ridiculous. Like it is insane, mm-hmm. but it is stunning in everywhere. It is my favorite movie of all time. Okay. Rubber mentioned it yesterday. Did she? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to watch it maybe this it week. Is, I mean, it's stunning. It's gorgeous, but it is just ridiculous. And I yeah. love it. Now, what kind of weed do you like when you... You know, I I like to like go down. Like mm-hmm. I don't. I I feel like I have so much energy, and I'm always going at like a hundred and all, at all times. Yeah. If I'm going to do something, I want to like Mellow go. Down. Yes, yeah. I need to yeah. like be put down. Like, that's <laughs> that's what I want. I want to like go to sleep. I want to chill. Like I don't want to think about anything. Like that's yeah. what I want. Yeah. So is, would that be indica then? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. See, it's funny. Weed. I had a bad experience with weed this weekend after after the club. Mm-hmm. I went and which I was you know stone cold sober, but yet forgetting equipment all over the place. Oh uh, yes, you did tell me that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm picking it back up. I'm going to okay, good, uh, good, Bitch good, Puddin's good. night tomorrow. Good. So I'm going to pick it up. It's all mm-hmm. safe in Brian's office. Good, er- perfect. Everything is safe in Brian's office. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but then I, I smoked some weed with my friend Madeline, and uh, I was too enthusiastic too. I, I had one hit. And I was like, oh, that's fine. Had a few more hits. It was slow acting. And it was sativa even, mm-hmm. too. Spun right out. I had to be helped back from the balcony into the apartment. Mm-hmm. Almost fainted. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. And then my mind just spun out. And I had to take NyQuil and a Klonopin to go to sleep. No. You were going through it. Oh, I was going through it, yeah. And it's uh. funny because I, I like other things in psychedelics that like will you know spin you out a little yes, but like, absolutely that's always a, a good time a very good time but those are okay i can i can figure it out mm-hmm. for some reason weed taps into my anxiety pool really okay yeah 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 you know i find for me like i can't really do that if i'm in like a social setting like i would never like smoke or anything if i'm out or like in drag because yeah. it gives me anxiety yes you know yeah. if i'm like with the girls and we're home and we're chilling or i'm like by myself in my bed absolutely like every night all day i love it <laughs> now are you awake in baker or can you be? I mean, no, like, no, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I yeah. can't do it during the day because yeah. I will just like not, I will just not do anything. Yeah. Do you have any favorite snacks when you're high? Oh my God. <laughs> That's my favorite part of getting high is just eating. I yeah. fucking love that. I love fast food. Oh yeah? What, oh my God. Tell me some of the favorites. Anything. Anything. <laughs> I love it. I just love fast food. You know, it's funny because for a long time I was vegan for two years and I was like a health freak and yeah. like... I always got made fun of it, and it was so funny. But now it's like I, I'm not vegan anymore, and I will just eat whatever. I fucking love it. What was the first non-vegan meal that when you jumped off? The oh wagon? my god! I actually filmed it. It was so funny. I went, I went to what was it like Wendy's, and I got like a chicken sandwich, and it was the best night. Oh my oh, god, yeah. it was fabulous, and I was just, what have I been doing to myself? I was vegan for so long. But at least being vegan in LA is a lot easier than. Yeah, elsewhere. I mean, like at the time, I really loved it. Like yeah. I don't like regret it, but now it's just like, oh god, what this is I so thinking? delicious. Yeah. Ugh. So a chicken sandwich. I've been yeah. <laughs> living on the fried chicken burritos from uh, Tacos Tu Madre on Larchmont. Oh, okay. That sounds stunning. They're very good. Very addictive. I also, lately, I've been getting into these habits of like eating the same thing all the time. Uh, and, oh, yeah. and then I know that there's going to be the day soon, very soon, that mm-hmm. I take a bite and I go, Ugh, I don't want this anymore. And then what do you do? I don't yeah. know what the next thing is going to yeah, be. Yeah, absolutely. I totally get that. Do you cook? 
I love cooking. Oh, cool. Okay. I really do. Yeah. But, you know, I'm, I kind of lucked out because my dad is like an amazing cook. Um, I mean, he's he owned like an incredible restaurant back in New Jersey. Oh, and I cool. feel like I, I learned like a lot. I mean, I, I'm no chef like at all, but like I definitely learned a few things mm-hmm. and I love to cook. I love to cook like Italian dishes. My mom's Puerto Rican. So okay. like I love to make like Spanish dishes. What are I some just, of those? The featured uh, Spanish dishes? Oh my God. Like um, arroz con pollo, like okay. stuff like that, plantains, yeah. like all that stuff. And my dad makes amazing like pasta dishes mm-hmm. and pizza and I definitely lucked out with like the food in my family. I get fed very well. <laughs> oh, that's good. And they're nearby. Yeah. So if you are not. Oh, absolutely. Cook, yes. Yeah, yes. That over. is a big plus. <laughs> yes. do, you, do you have a regular day of the week that you go over to visit or is it just you pop in? Oh, I, I just pop in. I mean, like we're all so close to each other and like I'll pop in. We'll eat together. We'll hang out in the jacuzzi. Like it's lovely. Oh, that is lovely. It's so nice having family like in town. It really is. And it sounds like your family was always very supportive of your pursuits and interests. Yeah. I, oh, my God. So supportive. Um, you know, what, when it came to the drag stuff and like the makeup and all that, yeah. Like, did they have questions and they were confused, I guess? Yeah. But the amazing thing about my family is that they always asked questions. They mm-hmm. didn't just kind of like turn the other cheek and be like, oh, well, we don't get it and we don't want to know. Yeah. Like yeah. my parents were always like, oh, we don't really understand that. So can we like talk about it and oh, can that's you teach great. us? Yeah. And I always like appreciated that about like my mom and dad. I really did. Mm-hmm. And we would have conversations about it and it was so casual. It wasn't anything serious. Like I'm like, yeah, like I really want to do drag and like, this is what it is. And like, Mm -hmm. this is what it means. And they're so amazing about it. They love it. Mm -hmm. They absolutely love it. And what about uh, with sexuality? Did they ever, were they confused or concerned or was it always like an understood thing? Yeah. You know, I never really had to like come out to Mm -hmm. them. Um, My parents at two separate times actually kind of like brought it up to me. Um. I guess they like outed me in a sense. I mean, I, I don't really know, but like it was, it was very kind of like, Hey, like we know that you're gay and like, we just want to let you know that we love you. Like, do you want to talk about it? Oh, and, I'm, and I was just kind of like, I mean, not really, but like, if you want to ask me anything, you can, but like, yeah. I'm fine. Yeah. It was kind of like that conversation, which yeah. was really nice, but I never really felt like, I don't know, like I, like I, I like had a to, burden like, to, yeah. Um, like I yeah. always knew that like, they were going to love, love me no matter what. And I wasn't ever really nervous about like coming out. Yeah. I just, it well, was kind of like an obvious thing. It was like diva. Like I am like the biggest fag. Like <laughs> you want to ask me anything? Sure. But it is what it is. You know, it was kind of like that. And what was school like in New Jersey? school was very hard for me i oh my god i switched school so many times and then i did online school like i said the like the last three years it was it was it was hard for me i felt like i I did not fit in at all i didn't have many friends yeah um i felt like i was really the only like gay feminine person like in my town like i didn't really have like anyone really to like turn to or like look up to in that sense so it was it was hard it was very hard for me i had to i had to switch schools many times right yeah. yeah, sometimes I think kids who would benefit from switching schools don't get that, or like I think parents sometimes don't realize that switching schools—not that it helped in your case, yeah, seemingly—but sometimes yeah. the context can be everything for a kid. Yeah, Do you know what I mean. But I, I mean, again, unfortunately, that wasn't the case. It was very your... unfortunate, and I come from a very like conservative town so it was it was very hard for me and people could forget too because new jersey you know it's close to new york Mm -hmm. but that area yeah but yeah but like especially where i'm from it was like in the middle of nowhere like in the middle of the woods and it was just it was just not fun it was not a fun place to be Mm -hmm. were there any online people that you started to get inspiration from or track 
that were sort of like the people that you wish that were around? You know, I felt like I was, no, <laughs> I felt like I didn't really like, I don't know, see any of that or like experience that until, the, yeah, 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 until I like really moved out here. I felt like when I came out here, like, like I said, I was on my own mm. and it was so freeing. I was like, oh, I can finally like do the things that I've always wanted to do and like say the things that I've wanted to say and like experience these things. And when I was in New Jersey, I felt so like sheltered from everything, you sure. know, and Oh my God. I felt like my soul was dying when I was in New Jersey. Like I really did. It was very hard for me. Yeah. I can imagine. And also then you almost get conditioned to sort of keep things internal. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Mm. I mean, I was always like confident in the fact that like, yes, I was gay. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I felt like I never really struggled with that. I just always kind of struggled with the fact of like, okay, what is my life going to be? Like, am I going to be stuck here forever? Like what, like right. where do I turn? Who do I like talk to? Yeah. And then that's why like the LA thing, it kind of like happened so fast. Cause I was like, okay, I have to just leave. Like I have to get out of here. Like right. I'm literally dying in this town yeah. and I just like packed my things and left. Yeah. Like waiting around is not going to mm -hmm. change anything. Yeah. And if anything, it would make it more difficult and yeah. depressing. Absolutely. Did you have uh, a few good duties though? I definitely well, had like, um, two or three like girlfriends that were really supportive and they were fabulous, you know, but I never really had any like gay friends or like, you know, I, like even people who were just into like pop culture and like the music sure. that I was into and like yeah. the movies and like the icons that like I was into, like I never had anyone to like talk to about that stuff, you know? And you always want to share that stuff. Yeah. You know, you like, want, yeah. I just felt like, it, like no one had like my interests, you know, like, like yeah. the same things yeah. that I like back at home. Right. So like some, uh, a few good friends but then you couldn't share the stuff that yeah, you cared about we just with had, which like, is different interests you know so it was hard it's dislocating yeah that kind of thing absolutely yeah but so um what were some of the uh what were some of the first like movies or, or pop culture people that oh you my god really? i love this question <laughs> oh my god like my divas okay yes yeah Selena was a really big movie for me yeah. and just like artists in general. But sure. I remember being so young watching that movie and like bawling my eyes out. Like I just, I just like did not understand like why, like why she was killed. Like I just, I still yeah, don't, still. but I remember watching that movie and being so inspired by like the beauty, the grace, the way that she performed the outfits, the story, yeah. the love. Oh my God. Like, that movie truly like changed my life. Wow, changed is, my life. Is there a second movie about Selena that came out recently? Is uh, that well, right there's no? a Netflix series which was like really terrible. Did oh, I watch well. it? Absolutely, because like I felt like it was my like duty to watch it because I'm the biggest Selena fan. But sure, but no, it was not good. Mm -hmm. Um, that was really big for me. Glitter was oh, really huge yeah. for me too. I'm a big Mariah fan. Mm -hmm. um, Did you read her book? You know what? I haven't yet. I, I I have it, but I have not read the book yet. I have plenty of those. I have plenty of those books. Oh, yeah. There's I a couple have, sitting I have over there. I have shelves of books that I have not read yet. <laughs> I'm so bad with that. I do. With a book like that or a biography about someone, especially mm -hmm. an autobiography, which mm -hmm. is my favorite, Yeah. Uh, I will grab it and I never start at the beginning. Really? I just, I can't help it. I open up to the middle or if there's a section. That is that, so strange. I know. But I end up back at the, at yeah. the front. But I'm all... Part of me goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were seven and whatever. You know, like they grew up. Yeah. I get there, but I have to read like a paragraph 
or chapter in the middle mm-hmm. first, like the Grace Jones book. I had to read mm-hmm. something about like crazy New York days and then get back to yeah. the, the beginning. I do want to know all of it, but I don't always go in the right order. That is funny. <laughs> that is strange. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> like the me... Fosse book. I had to, I started like in the middle because I wanted to mm-hmm. read about the 70s. Yeah. Had to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and there's a funny moment in there where. <laughs> The, you know, the man abused speed and other pills and everything. But he said something in there and he's like, oh, I love cocaine, but I can't can't have it because it's bad for my heart. But the, he smoked like four or five packs a day. Mm-hmm. So it's good. It's good, though, to like pick one thing and go that that's bad for me. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't have that. But. Wow. <laughs> so you just like want to know the ending of the book. Right? You just go to the last page. I kind of want the grisly stuff. <laughs> I kind of. Yeah, I want the grisly stuff. And then I'll work back to like, oh, when they were five, they did. this. No, that's not me. Yeah. You like to know origin story from mm-hmm. day one. Mm-hmm. Onwards. I have to read the Mariah book for sure. That's like next on my list. I heard some stuff from it, a little clips from the yeah. audiobook. And then she was on Questlove's podcast, which I highly recommend. I'll send it to you. Oh, please do. It was so great. It was a two parter, and she got into all the stuff. And oh, please do. It was do. crazier than I thought it was. Yeah. It, you know, just the no- yeah. nonsense with Tommy Matola and the crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, she was like, there was video cameras on her all the time. Yeah. Like, and if she went down to the kitchen to get a snack, there would be a mm-hmm. buzzer on the intercom, yep. you know, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, um, Grant, which I'm sure she talked about last time is that she's a big Mariah fan. And yeah. it is so lovely talking to her about Mariah. <laughs> like, I thought that I was a big fan until I met Grant. And Grant <laughs> is like the only Mariah stand. <laughs> and it is so lovely. It's all we talk about. Yeah. What was the first time you remember hearing Mariah, seeing Mariah? Oh, my God. My... You know what? My my parents have such like impeccable music taste mm. and they are like R&B fans. Oh. And that was really like the music that I grew up with. You know, shockingly, I didn't really, you know, grow up with like pop music in a sense, which I know is like strange, but like it was always like R&B music. It was like Whitney, Mariah. It was like Luther Vandross. Oh, yeah. It was Chaka Khan. Yeah. It was like Brandy. It was like yeah. all of those artists, you know? Oh, you'll love Questlove's podcast because he oh, has sorry. sometimes like two and a half hour chats with Chaka mm-hmm. Khan mm-hmm. or many of the folks that we just mentioned. Oh, yeah. Love that. Yeah. So, I mean, first and foremost, like R&B is that that is like where my heart is, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, And then pop music, you know, Britney, of course, is, you know, all of that. Like I, I kind of started listening to that when I got a little bit older. Mm-hmm. Um, but R&B is such a great foundation Oh my god, absolutely From which to go through Because R&B gives you the um, I guess the access codes To so many different varieties absolutely. And genres of stuff Because it's the heartbeat and foundation Of mm-hmm. everything that's in the charts mm-hmm. now Absolutely, yeah So that's I mean, that is what I grew up on My mom is I mean, morning till night Always had the stereo blasting with music Like the house is never quiet Oh, I love It was that. always music Yeah and It was so amazing Did you ever go to someone's house And they never play music? Mm-hmm Yes. How disturbing is that? <laughs> Very disturbing. <laughs> I mean, I always have music playing on like on the TV. It's like I have yeah. to. I know. I always, always, yeah. always have music going. Yeah. yeah. I had it on just now before you came over. Mm-hmm. And I. it's funny because I have to get the phone to take outside. But so, uh, I'm, and I've been playing music off the phone. I always want music on when someone comes in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I feel like it, yeah, just absolutely. like the lighting, it, absolutely. it adds the uh, welcoming atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I totally agree. What, what were you listening to today before you came over? Oh my gosh, a little bit of Tony Braxton. Oh yeah, a little bit of Tony. Um, I keep replaying um, Normani song that's on replay right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you like a replay? To... <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, what else? How long will you listen to a song on on repeat? Sometimes. Oh my god, I will like replay the same two songs for like a month. I'm not even kidding you. Oh yeah, I was doing that recently. I was listening to the first mm-hmm. track on the Streisand Christofferson Star Is Born mm-hmm. soundtrack. Oh, okay. And the first song, Watch Closely Now, is like a very like uh, 
mo- motivational or inspirational mm-hmm. song for me for some reason. And uh, the whole album. Mm-hmm. But I had that on a loop. And then mm-hmm. re- the, today and yesterday when I was like, okay, I got 10 minutes and I got to fix my hair. Because sometimes I'm running late. Mm-hmm. That's just how it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but setting up lights. So I, it's okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so I'm like, okay, I got... This is how I judge the time because I'm terrible with time and it's part of the ADHD. But I'll be like, okay, I'll play this this song. I got three of these. Mm-hmm. But but a third one, I better mm-hmm. be ready. Mm-hmm. Or And I'll do that if you know, you're know you taking a shower and you got to rush out. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I can play Prince's, the, con- the album version of Controversy. By the end of that, mm-hmm. I got to be out of the shower. Yeah. I, I get hooked on like one album and I will play it for like a month straight. Like right now it's like... <laughs> I'm listening to a lot of Tony and Britney's in the zone. Like that is like all I'm listening to right now. And like, yeah. it's time to change it. But it just, it just gets my day going. Sometimes there's that t- period right before you know that you really have to change the album mm-hmm. where you're like, it's getting close mm-hmm. and it's kind of, it's a little sad mm-hmm. and you're starting to almost lose the flavor of it. Mm-hmm. But you're like, I don't know what's next. What's mm-hmm. going to be next? When it's good, it's good. We don't mean to say. No, exactly. Yeah. And then something always pops up. Sometimes you get, I'm like, am I in a rut? I was listening to the same playlist last year for like forever. But then you find something else, something else pops in. Mm-hmm. I found, I couldn't listen to Chromatica when it came out. You know, see, I'm not a Chromatica diva. I'm not. Really? I know I'm not. I'm going to get in trouble. <laughs> I'm just not. It's just not for me. Yeah. Some would say that's a gay crime, but uh, I don't. I I'm not saying that. Things. I'm just speaking for the others. Oh, it, it absolutely is. <laughs> but it's just, it's just not for me. I can't, I can't do it. I, I'm just not into like the whole space theme. Oh, like, thing. okay. Like, it's, no, it's a no for me. Now, do you have a favorite Gaga era or album? Are you a bit, are you a Gaga fan or is she not? I mean, like... Y- like yes, but like not hugely. Like I like I never really find myself going to like a Gaga album. Like sure. I, like I just really don't. Yeah, you know what I mean. She's just not like my diva. Yeah, that's fair. You know. Yeah. Sorry, I'm no, that, sorry. It's okay. No, 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 no demerits. No gay. Yeah, demerits. like I like like I never like wake up in the morning and I'm like, oh, I'm going to go to this album right now. Like it's just I, I don't think I've ever done that with her. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I've gotten into Chromatica sorry. since life's becoming life again, but I found it too depressing last mm-hmm. year to be like. I don't know. It's just something. I was like, um, sh- I should be excited about this. I feel it's like PTSD because it's like the quarantine album. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And it was only until recently, and then like uh, yeah. hearing nine one one at precinct, and I was like, ah, all right, okay, all right. Yeah. And I also heard nine one one when I was like, having a bad mental health day, and I was like, oh, I'll put this on, and then I put that motherfucker on repeat, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> that song nine one one. Oh God. I know. And that, in the video, too. Mm-hmm. What about movies? Do you ever have a comfort movie that you put on again and again? Oh, my God. A comfort movie? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, first thing that comes to mind is the Sex in the City movie or the show. That's like, sure. that is my favorite. Um, Do you have a favorite era of Sex in the City? Like a favorite when Carrie was with aiden or okay Mr. see Big. we can talk about this show for hours like you just opened up like, like you, you don't know what you just got yourself into Fantastic. i am obsessed with sex in the city like changed my life yeah. like 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 fully like i yeah. watched it and i was like i am a fag like this is like everything that i've needed like i just i just pictured you on an old apple macbook in a apartment window a manhattan apartment window opening it up just like carrie and being like turns out i found out something today no i mean truly and you know what it is such a comfort (laughs) thing for me because when i when i started that show i was in new jersey i was going through a really hard time i was like very depressed and you know i was like figuring out who i was and like the show was it was so important to me at the time and i was watching it like on my phone like in my room at night like crying and yeah Oh, it was just it was just so fabulous. And going back to your question, sorry. I no, see, no, I told no. You, I, I could just talk about this forever. I love. I'm the one. I love that. Um, that's how the show is. You know, like it's go. 
it's Whatever just so you're... good. I just love it. I just love it so much. <laughs> um, but favorite like era? Okay, I love Aiden. I just I love him so much. What was that like season three? I think so. Oh then, my but... god, I love when she was with Aiden. Like I I just love that. Like she was a city girl and he was a country boy, <laughs> and he just like redid her apartment for her, and he loved her so much, and like. She just like couldn't be with him because she's crazy. Like she, she yeah. is like psycho. She's the villain of the piece. Oh, absolutely. She <laughs> pisses me off so much, but I just love it. I love it. I remember that time when she was thinking that um, Charlotte should lend her the money because. Can you just slap her? Can you? Who do you think you are? I could I slap you right now. Oh my god! I, I remember being like, "Oh my god, she's awful. She's absolutely like, how dare you? Exactly. She's crazy, but like I love her. Yeah. yeah. You know, but but that is like. I mean, like, when the show ended, like, that was, for me, the conclusion, like, when she ended up with Big, it was like, my God, you are both just psychopaths, but, like, you love them, like, because, like, they're meant for each other. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they they aren't really wonderful characters. No, they're not. But I'm just thinking about Big. I hadn't thought about that before. But he'd be, like, this thing where he's Mr. Wonderful, and then he disappears. I'm sorry, but, like, 10 years, like, we're going to do this? Like, no, go away. Yeah. And any uh, uh, relationship advice person would say, if you were relating that story to them, and you were either one of them in the situation they'd be like i think this is toxic i think maybe you shouldn't <laughs> girl god but but i mean like it is such a comfort show for me like when i'm getting in drag like it is like the show that i put on in the background on my tv yeah and i just like let it play like i can't i don't i don't even know how many times i've watched the show and the movies like yeah. Just hundreds of times. Do you prefer the first movie or the second movie? Okay. Well, the second movie is like was so unnecessary and like it's just for fun. It's like you really like if you're like it's a big garbage. stan of it. Yeah. Yeah. Then like you watch it like for fun and it's kind of like background noise, but it's so ridiculous. Like they did not need to do it. No. But the first movie is magical. Yeah. It is so well done. Are you excited about the new reboot? No, I mean, like, am am I going to watch it? Like, yes, of, of course. course like, of course, you have to. Because, like, I'm a fan. And, like, yes, yeah. I'm going to watch it, but I know that I'm not going to like it. I, I just think it's pointless. Like, yeah. they're all, like, just very old. They don't look good. The <laughs> outfits look bad. Like, Samantha's not in it. Like, yeah. I don't understand what compelled them to, like, want to do this so bad. Like, they were, like, in the writer's room being like, we have to do this show, but Samantha's not going to be in it. It's like, why? Like, you don't have to do this. No, you don't have like, to. Like, the show was so beautiful and successful. The movies are fun. Yeah. Like, and like, just leave it alone. I also like that the second one, in addition to being unnecessary, it's so long. It's so long. But also, it's like visually stunning, the outfits. I mean, come on. Like, and, I kind of watch it for that reason. Sure. And Liza. Like, yeah, all I that. mean, come on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it is just such a, like, ridiculous movie, but it's yeah. like, I still watch it anyway. But how, how often have you seen Glitter? Oh, my God. <laughs> Too many to count. I mean, I, like, somewhat recently watched it with Grant mm-hmm. in the living room. It was just, like, me and her at the house, and she was like, should we watch Glitter? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> the answer to that's always Don't yes, Don't tell right? me with a good time. <laughs> Love Glitter. And Jennifer's Body, we watched multiple times. Mm-hmm. That was a big kind of, like, gay awakening for me. Because mm. I was, what, like, 12 when that came out? Oh, okay. And yeah. I was like, I want to be Megan Fox. Like, I uh-huh. want I want to look like her. I want to be her. Like, she is my everything. Megan Fox is a big awakener for people, as is like Kristen uh, Stewart, right? There's something about Kristen Stewart that Kristen makes, Stewart from Twilight. Yeah, that makes people figure stuff out. Is it? Well, I was talking to a friend of mine, Shy. And I mean, she, not for me. Well, no, I guess I'm, I was thinking about the ladies uh, who discover they like ladies. Oh, okay. Yeah, like is that. Uh, what it is? Yeah, like they see her as Joan Jett, and they see her in okay. that, and it's like, hmm, yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, I guess so. I mean, she's yeah. never turned it for me. Well, no, no. I'm just thinking about, uh, about <laughs> certain people. Who are, fair enough. I no, I understand. You that. know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, Twilight. 
Oh, I, I listen. See, I've never seen that, so I don't know. <laughs> you want to talk about a bad movie, but you just can't look away. My God. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Listen, the I just watched all four the other day. It oh, just it, for no reason. A lovely marathon. I love a nice marathon it's like so that. It's so bad, but it's just so good. There's nothing but bad movie posters in the bathroom. So you know, when you go in there, don't take those titles and go. Oh, I should see these. They're bad in, movies in but, your bathroom. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The good ones tour. are out here, and then the yes, yes. I oh, see. Sorry. I see. Like they're oh. they're stunning. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you'd ever like to do a movie club on glitter. I love to do movie clubs. So and and I haven't seen it in like. Okay, well we have years. to bring Grant along because oh, Grant, course, is, yeah. Grant is the only staff. Oh, I need all the commentary okay, and analysis stunning. and everything. And stunning. Plus, that came out at a really strange time when she was leaving those voicemails for the lambs on her website, and they started oh, okay. they started to get a little bit more like you know she was not having a good time at the time, so they became a little bit more justice for glitter. Yeah, I think I have some of those voicemails. Really. Just, yeah, they played them on the Howard Stern show once, and you can't find them anywhere, but I have a disc of them. So Okay, we're going to have a fabulous time with yes, this. <laughs> <laughs> a fabulous time. We definitely will. <laughs> when was the first time, I'm guessing it was in LA, when you discovered some folks that you could like share pop culture stuff with? Because to me, that's like, such oh, an important it was, thing. Oh, it was the house, for sure. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, for yeah. sure. And they have taught me so much. I've learned so much just being friends with them, you know? But... Yeah, when that friendship started, it was such a beautiful thing. Like I was, I finally was like, ugh, I found like my tribe. Like it was like a breath of f- fresh air. Yeah. It was just so beautiful and it was so organic and it was, it's fabulous. Now, what was the first meeting like? You said it was pretty quick when you moved here. Yeah, so what was it? It was like the third year that I was living here that I started doing drag and it was the first night that I went out and I, I knew of them. I knew of Gigi. I mean, she was taking the town by storm. Yeah. And I was like, oh, they just look like fun divas. And like, I want to be a part of that, you yeah. know, like I want to get into like this scene, like the the drag scene. And I want to do this for real. And so I actually went out to snap out of it at Mickey's mm-hmm. and I went by myself in full drag. That was the first time. And I met all the divas and I met Gigi and me and Gigi got very close. We would hang out. She would invite me over. We yeah. would have a good time. We'd smoke a little <laughs> like she would invite me out to like some events yeah. and and then she um, actually got me a job at Mickey's oh, cool. to like host with them and yeah. kind of like be a little dancing girl like on the box and collect the tips and look mm-hmm. cute and show out and like a look every week. And then we just all got really close because obviously we, we were all working together on yeah. the Sunday and then and, it and turned into like, oh, Diva, come over. Let's hang out. Yeah. Let's tap. Let's listen to some music. Let's drink. And yeah. then it just kind of turned into like this beautiful family yeah and now we do everything together yeah which is really beautiful it's so fun it is fun (laughs) and it's fun the energy that comes off of all of you and the dynamic that you see also when you're all in the same room together particularly at an event do you know what i mean and Mm -hmm. you can see uh all the different characteristics and everyone uh it's funny to see who's there early who's not and then uh i remember hunter the first uh sugar tank back anyway i guess uh season two episode one Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) which i love Mm -hmm. i love that um hunter was saying something like i can't no let me think how it went Uh, i heard grant say what what the girls are still where they're at the house they're never going to get here actually i think i have audio of this yeah <laughs> oh no <laughs> oh no not the audio of it oh yeah there's always audio around when I, if i'm around there's going to be audio <laughs> Ugh, we, we have a good time i was thinking that we should put a locked off camera in the backstage area that you will see some things 
<laughs> well, it'll go in a vault. It'll go in a vault. <laughs> but you never know what might happen. There might be a powder puff accident. You know, something. I love the like dressing room uh, shenanigans. It's my favorite part of the night. It's I really good. It. The milieu, especially when it's like there's the show's about to start or mm. this is going on, and it's like still kind of loud from the uh, the uh, main room and everything. Mm. So there's a and then there's an excitement because everyone's excited to do what mm. they're gonna do. So fun to finally like be doing it again mm-hmm. <laughs> it really is because you all were doing a lot of stuff during the quarantine but still yeah i mean we were that. we were kind of like turning it like we were. We, were, we were having a good time and we were like working our asses off you know we were doing like twitch and doing like videos like every month and we like we were having fun you know yeah. and then but we had that itch to like be in front of an audience and talk to people and be social and yeah be in like a bar you know there's no replacing that like, no, there's not. Back to when you were in New Jersey, was that the first time that you uh, had a sexual experience, or would that be when you were in LA? Oh, I, I didn't, I did not do any of that back in New Jersey. Like nothing. Was, yeah, because you said that it was such a de- sort of uh, desolate experience. Yeah, in that it really way. was. It was very like isolating. Yeah. Like, and when I moved to LA, it was kind of like. I was like, okay, divas, like I, <laughs> here we go. Like I'm on my own. I don't have to like report to anyone. Like I'm living by myself. Like yeah. I wanted to experience everything. Like sure. I had my first kiss out here. Yeah. Like I was drinking. I was sneaking into the bars. I had a fake ID. Like yeah. I was turning it. Yeah. When was the first kiss? What was the scenario? Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Is that too invasive? No, not at all. It okay. just was, oh my God, it's a moment. Um, <laughs> we love a moment. Was, I think I was like in class and like I was kind of like talking to this one guy and I had a crush on him and then he invited me over to his apartment. He lived by himself and it was just like that was my first kind of like gay experience and I was mm-hmm. like, this is fabulous. <laughs> I was like, I'm loving this. This is yeah. this is it. This is what I came to LA for. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, that was it. It was yeah. wonderful. That's great. <laughs> That's great. Now, have you ever had any long term boyfriends? You know, and that definition can be different. <laughs> you for you know what? Yes, and that's what I'm thinking about. Like, yeah. it's such a it's such an interesting question because, like, yes and no. I don't really know. Yes, I okay. I would say. Yes, I ha- my first relationship it was actually long distance, mm-hmm. and he didn't live here. He lived in Texas. Um, I met him because I was doing a show in Texas. I was dancing, doing like this theater thing with some friends. Yeah, we met, blah blah blah, and we were together for like almost a year. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah, I mean, especially again, not not to harp on age, but when you're younger, a year mm-hmm. is a major time. Do you know? Especially because yeah. you didn't have a boyfriend yeah. or anything like that in New mm-hmm. Jersey. So now having, especially like a long distance thing, which yeah. is, and, and that's not a knock on that. I have a long distance relationship yeah, uh, right it's now. Hard. Yeah. It- <laughs> yeah. But, but I would say that like, like for sure. Yes. I, I have had a boyfriend. Um, other than that, like that was kind of it. Like mm-hmm. I'm not, I don't really like date much. What are your dating habits or, and let's, and we can define dating as hookups mm-hmm. or, you know, cute dates that you see for a few times or whatever. What What's your um, style or habits? You know, I, I mean, it sounds very corny, but I am kind of like a hopeless romantic and I'm a very like monogamous person and I kind of want like that experience. Yeah. Um, it's not corny. It's like, this. it's not. No. I mean, like, can, you know, I, like I, I know it feels like there's a pressure that you, to be like, oh, well, I fuck here, all the time. You know what I mean? It's kind of, yeah. yeah, like, it, well, that is, but that what is what I do. But it's <laughs> well, I mean, listen, like, you know, we all have our fun at some point too, and yeah. so do I. But at the end of the day, like, I, 
when it comes to dating, like it's something that I, I do kind of like take seriously. And yeah. it's hard to find here. It really is. Yeah, you know what I mean? True. And like I would like to at some point be in like a, a fabulous monogamous relationship like that that's what i'm into you know what yeah. I, mean? I know that that's not for other people and like that's fine and but but i think there has to be more of an understanding now that 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 is one of the options yeah you know? of course like well go ahead no i mean like that it's like i'm saying it, it's hard to find here and i haven't have been in situations where i am dating someone and it's going fabulous but then we kind of like we don't see eye to eye on that you know and it's yeah. like i don't know i i look at it as though like i have an like an amazing uh group of friends right and i'm very content with them and like i'm not looking for friends you know what i mean like i like i'm content with like the amazing chosen family that i have and it's like if i'm dating someone and like we're going to dinner and we're doing all those things it's because like it's it's with the intentions of like wanting to date and like be more than friends and like a lot of people here like don't want to do that yeah i'm like okay well if like this is just like a friend thing like i'd rather just not do it like i have friends already yeah and when you have really good friends a solid core. Yeah. You know, unless someone's like, amazing. Like I don't need anything and, else. And, yeah, exactly. <laughs> unless you meet someone that's like, oh, we got to hang out. Yeah. You know, if you don't feel that. Yeah. Then, or if it's something that's like a friend with benefits thing, I can imagine that's not something that you're really like, looking for too. Cause, because there's, <laughs> it doesn't have that extra piece. You know, like, uh, I, like I, I, so I was, uh, in a long, long, overly long, yeah. uh, 14 year, uh, relationship that then, wow. uh, d- dissolved probably. Mm-hmm. originally before i recognized it mm-hmm. so now being non-monogamous is fairly new you know mm-hmm. realizing i'm queer is fairly new in the last yeah. couple of years and everything yeah but and so for me uh it's the perfect thing what i'm doing which is non-monogamy and being with lots of people and mm-hmm. hookups and friend with benefits yeah. and long distance relationship but um i've noticed that each one of those things is it's very different there's a very different complexion to mm-hmm. each one of them Mm-hmm. and to have a relationship is a very specific thing mm-hmm. and i think it's interesting that because thankfully it's so um accepted to be non-monogamous now mm-hmm. or have all these different things mm-hmm. that unfortunately the thing that takes a hit is the monogamous mm-hmm. uh, pursuit yeah. e- even to the point where you said uh, maybe it sounds corny you know what i mean because it's just it's funny certain things have social pressures on them yeah absolutely and yeah it, and it changes mm-hmm. whereas maybe the non-monogamy thing particularly i guess in heterosexuality mm-hmm. it's not as um it's more frowned on or it's mm-hmm. more it's more taboo mm-hmm. whereas i think in gay or queer culture mm-hmm. it's the norm yeah yeah i mean uh, for me that's just not it's just not like my tea do you know what i mean yeah like yeah and also i think a big part of it is that i'm so content being like alone like being single like i am like i'm not really like ever going out of my way to like look for things you know what i mean like look for like a guy to date like i i'm such a homebody like i love being alone i'm very independent like yeah and so i think that that plays a big part in it so it's kind of like if i'm going to be dating someone like it needs to be over the moon spectacular and, and it worth needs to, it yeah it needs to be like worth it because like i said like i i'm happy being alone and i am so content with my chosen family yeah that like i don't really like need anybody else and if you are going to be in my life then like i want to take it seriously and i want it to be the moment and it has to be added value yeah like at like i think that a relationship is you know it should be like a bonus to your life you know what i mean it yeah. shouldn't really like complete you it should be an amazing bonus yes and that is my point of view of dating. I, a lot of people have a different point of view of it, and that's fine. But yeah. like, that's just not for you. Yeah, it's just not for me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I think it's really important to be comfortable on your own and and yeah. enjoy your own company. Absolutely. I, I think a lot of people end up with partners or dating situations mm-hmm. that are really not that good for them because they're trying to 
fill some void or something. Oh, absolutely. Right? I mean, that it's very common here that I've experienced with boys. I'll say boys. I <laughs> men boys. <laughs> and it's just like they're they're searching for something else to like fulfill them and like I'm just like you're not going to find that in someone else. You know what I mean? You have to do that work on your own, but nobody wants to do that work here. And so that's why like everyone is just constantly searching for that temporary thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? I do know what you mean. And yeah. it's like I I've done the work. Like I I feel like I said I'm very like fulfilled and content with the person that I am and I would like to think I'm a very like whole person inside yeah. and like that's why I said I'm not really like looking right. for someone else to like fill any kind of void. Like I just want you to be like an amazing bonus to my life. Because that never works too. It never No, works. no, it it will never work. Like, no. It will never last. And it always leads to end like resentments or people yeah. having their their time and Absolutely. their energy drained absolutely yeah. yeah and then the other person is still not fulfilled so mm-hmm. that's i think it's just that, a bad cycle yeah and... i think that's what the at the root of a lot of bad relationships is yeah. that because people hang on to things and they say well we're going to make it work or they're going to try to figure out something mm-hmm. you know the worst is when you see couples that fight a lot mm-hmm. listen i mean it's just childhood trauma you know there's <laughs> <laughs> we all we're, got we're it getting deep, you know what i mean like yeah you know but there's there's those things stem from like a lot of deeper things. You know what I mean? And it's kind yeah. of like getting in a relationship is not going to fix it. It's just not. No, it's better that you don't get in a relationship until you have that stuff. Yeah. You have, to, you have to get it like figured out and sorted. And there's a lot of people here that like are just not self-aware. Right. And that's why here in LA specifically, because I mean, I've just never seen it like this anywhere else. It's just like everyone's constantly like hopping to one person to the next. And in this relationship, we're trying to fix it with sex and yada, yada, yada. And yeah. it's like, that's all like temporary fixes, you know? And it's funny. I had a moment recently where I was having a bad mood or whatever it was. Uh, it was not a great day. And instead of like working on something I wanted to work on, I ended mm-hmm. up on the apps and, mm-hmm. and searching around and then ending up with a situation that really wasn't yeah. fulfilling in mm-hmm. any way. Afterwards, though, I didn't beat myself up. I just went, that wasn't that great. Yeah. And I kind of like settled for the experience that was happening. Yeah. And it didn't. It was like as if I was like getting like, I don't know, a substance or something. Mm. You know what I mean? And I was like, that was, and I said, okay, just remember that. Yeah. Try absolutely. to remember, you know, like, and Self-aware. also, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and with those moments too, I think it's yeah. important to go, that didn't, that wasn't great, but like, let's not kick yeah, ourselves. But now I know for next time. Yeah, exactly. They delayed coming over. Mm-hmm. And so then the initial, you know, the excitement, the thrill of like, okay, something's going to happen. So I'm like distracted now from whatever was going on. I started watching a movie I'd wanted to see for a long time. And then I went, oh, I'm going to have to pause this. So maybe I'll watch it later. And then after the sex, which wasn't that fulfilling or thrilling, mm-hmm. uh, it was more like, okay, let's just get this over with now mm-hmm. that I'm hard. and you know? <laughs> Let's get to it. Yeah, let's get it over with. Let's uh, get to it and get out. <laughs> yeah. And then afterwards, I... And they left and everything. And I, I like, you know, when you get a shower, you know, when it's not fulfilling mm-hmm. enough to where you want to get a shower. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I watched the movie and I was like, you know, that's kind of what I should have done anyway. Yeah. This is what I should have done. Like that was a waste of time. Yeah. And, but hey, I learned from it. Absolutely. Yeah. But, but have you done the hookup thing? Oh, oh, I've had my fun. Yeah. I have had my fun in LA. <laughs> it is fabulous. Yeah. But I don't know. I think I'm like, like specifically right now i'm kind of just like bored with it i'm just like i just don't have the energy for that like you know what i mean it's like it goes back to what i said like i'm just kind of like content with like what i'm doing and where i'm at and i just like don't have the time yeah and also you're especially now if i am taking the time out for that then like i want it to be like worthwhile and like special right yeah 
And you know what I mean? If I'm, if I'm talking other... to someone, like, we're going to do something, let's go out and, like, do something fun that's, like, meaningful. Like, yeah. What's the know. kind of fun date for you? It doesn't have to be one kind of thing. Like, just some things that you like to do or have enjoyed doing on dates. You know, okay. I actually recently went on a date. I mean, it, nothing came from it, obviously. But <laughs> I, I went, it was maybe, what, like, a month or two ago? Mm-hmm. It was, like, the last day that I had. <laughs> and it was actually really wonderful. And, like, we, we went out to lunch. We got coffee. And then he was, like... Do you want to just like hop in my car and we'll just like go for a drive and listen to music? And I was like, sure. Like when he said that, I was like, it doesn't sound like too fun, but like, let's do it. Yeah. And it was just so lovely. Like I, like we listened to like his playlist and we talked about music and pop culture and we, and we were in the car for like two hours driving nowhere. That's a good time. And I was like, that was really fun and special. And like, I yeah. feel like you could really learn so much about a person when you kind of like talk about those things and like, yes. what are your music interests? And like, exactly those kind of stuff. And we talked about like, like like I said, pop culture and stuff. And I left there being like, that was a fabulous day. And we didn't really do anything like yeah. special. But I was like, that was so fun. I had a really good time. So I don't really know what like the perfect date is for me. But I think you know that answered my question, really. It's like, what what do you enjoy on a date? And it can be a million different things. And that's another great thing yeah. about dates. Just if a the meaningful conversation. Is, you know what I mean? Like I want yeah. someone that is going to like be like mentally stimulating to my mind. You know what I mean? That's my thing too. Because if they're not, even if they're super hot, mm-hmm. it's there's nothing there. I mean, yeah, which is fun for like hookups. That doesn't last for so long. You know no, I mean, I mean, I'll get I'll get like annoyed. <laughs> yeah, like you know what I mean. Yeah. If someone's like, kind of like dull or mm-hmm. they're not, and sometimes people can be like sweet, but they're just not. You can't talk to them for a long time. Which which has happened to me many times. I'm like, oh, they're just so sweet, and it's like, <laughs> what's wrong with me? Like they did everything right, but it's just like there's just that thing that like you're not mentally like stimulating my mind you know what i yeah, mean yeah which is yeah. very important it is i think it's the most important thing absolutely because i personally don't have a type of person physically yeah. or anything mm-hmm. it's that it's yeah. the mental stimulation it's that amazing conversation it's you know even if you don't have the same interests, like i felt yeah. like with that specific date like we talked about music and pop culture and like i learned so much about his his music and his interests, and he learned about mine and we were bantering back and forth and i was like oh He's fabulous. Nothing happened from it. Like I said, it was yeah. a disappointment, but yeah. How did it turn out to be a disappointment? Did it just dissipate or were they not, were they one of the ones that it, you were talking about? It turned you? into very like, um, like me kind of reaching out more, like trying to like see him. And then it was very like, Oh, I was like ghosted. It wasn't really like getting like a reply or yeah. kind of like let on in the sense of like, yeah, I would love to see you too. Like, let's do lunch this week. I'm like, okay, when no reply. And it's like, I'm the kind of person I'm very like cut to the chase. Like I hate the like texting like all day. Like I hate like beating on the bush. Like if you want to see me, like come and see me. Let's go get coffee. It's like I, you know, I'm yeah. very that. Uh, yeah, I'm like, that I, way too. Like I don't have patience. It's like if you want to see me, you're saying you want to see me. Cute when. Exactly. Like, tell me time and place, and I'm there. The most frustrating <laughs> like non-response is like uh, the, all this buildup. It seems like they want to, and they're going overboard saying how much they want to. Sometimes. Yes, and it's like yeah. confusing. It's like I don't yes. understand it, but people here. Like I mean, the, from what I'm getting, they don't like that. Everything is so blase and chill. It's like, oh, when I see you, I see you. Blah, blah, blah. And it's just like I can't wait to see you, but I'm not gonna like make said, a time like, to. Yeah, uh, like, yeah, yeah. It's it's like I'm so content with like what I have right now. Like if I want to see you, like I want to see you now. Let's do it. Like yeah, like make a I, like, plan. Yeah, like I want to. Like, let's make a plan. If this is gonna be like very just blase, I'd rather not. Like don't waste my time. Yeah, and I hate like oh I love you, miss you, I can't wait to see you since yeah. blah, blah 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 blah. And even with friends and stuff. Yeah. Then then uh. There was one person I said, okay, great. So pick a date between this and this. Mm-hmm. Or I said, how's next week? And I said, oh, it's pretty free. I go, great. 
How, let's do the 24th. Or How free? Like what yeah. day? <laughs> yeah. Like that's the thing. I'll pick a date. Yeah. And then and he was silence. very like, oh, well, I don't really know. Let's just like wait till Thursday and like I'll figure it out. And I'm like, no, tell me because like I like to like schedule things. And I, I think that bothers people like and yeah. not that I'm I'm saying I'm crazy busy or anything, but it's like I like to, you know, have a mental plan of like, OK, like on this day, like I have this going on. I'm going to see this boy that I really like. It's like, yeah. And what's nice also to know that you're going to go see someone that you want to see. Yeah. but apparently people that's like really hard for people to do here and it's just like i clash with that i do too because then it leads to the thought of well is it just because you're looking at options or yeah and and i also don't like to feel like i'm the one kind of doing all the work and constantly reaching out and being like hey like are we gonna plan that date it's like no i want it to be mutual like if you're saying you want to see me you know i want to see you i told you we had a great time on the last date yeah let's plan the next one (laughs) right like it's that simple it's that simple and then you think well okay did you not have as good of a time i don't like going into that whole box of thought and you're trying to like decipher what they're thinking i hate hate that cannot stand it me too and i'll i'm prone to it sometimes Mm -hmm. and then once i realize what's going on then i'll be pissed Mm -hmm. you know a a little bit at myself but not badly because again you can't kick yourself with the stuff that's again these are like habits that we have Mm -hmm. right particularly i'm the same way so you know you're like a a very uh we're go get it people you know what i mean like we're gonna make things happen and i'm very much that person right me too and so then that falls into that uh, same category or that it gets into that same thing with uh dating or friendships mm-hmm. and then i similarly uh feel that way about mm-hmm. like i don't want to why is it me mm-hmm. doing the thing fuck that i know? hate that feeling yeah i mean it, that kind of goes into like everything that i do i'm very like if i have an idea to do something like i want to do it i'm tired of talking about it i'm tired <laughs> of like the planning and like the waiting around and the procrastinating like let's do it if you want to do this project let's do it right now like, yeah. what are we waiting for you want to go on a date let's do it right now yeah or you want to make something you mm-hmm. want to do something I, but i mean like i even, oh that's okay even if i like match emphasis. with someone like on like on an app tinder whatever like i think it can kind of turn people off, but I'm very like, okay, are we going to like talk on this app forever? Like, are we going on a date or not? I like to just even say on the first go round. Yeah. It's Tinder. like, okay, you think like, I think you're cute. You think I'm cute. Like, I'm not really going to get to know you like talking on this app. Yeah. Let's go get coffee. Yeah. There's only so much. Hey, how are you doing? Yeah. And I think that, that people can... like get turned off by that, I guess. And I'm like, okay, there's a lot of people. That's who... not for me then. No, me either. And there's a lot of people who seem like they just either want to match with you and then not talk, which I mean, I, th- <sighs> Yes. Oh, we, we're getting deep in this conversation because I could talk about this all day. I think it's like an attention thing. I think you're I think right. it's like, well, you know, I think it's very obvious that those kind of apps are to fill our egos, right? It's, so yeah. I think that that's what it does for these guys. It's like, oh, I matched with this person, like yada, 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 but like they don't really follow through with it. But it's like an ego thing. It's yeah. like, oh, and then you get that person sending you a message. You're so hot, yada, yada, yada. I think you're cute. And it just it never really goes anywhere. Right. It's just kind of like nonsense. And it bothers me so bad. It's part of what I think is inherently wrong with the apps or rather the way our brains respond to mm-hmm. the apps. Because I've definitely had moments where, mm-hmm. whether it's procrastinating on doing something, mm-hmm. where I'm just swiping, 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 you know, until mm-hmm. I, the, as you says you've run out of options <laughs> and we're going to expand and it says we have to wait to refresh there's no more yes. options yet. yeah you've run out yeah. you've run out no yeah. but i mean i get caught in in it too sometimes you know what i mean like i'm at home and like i'm lonely and i'm just going through hinge or yeah. bumble or whatever but then it's i have to check myself and be like what am i doing like this is not gonna be anything because it's almost yeah. like video poker or something yeah you're just hitting the thing hitting the thing mm-hmm. hitting the thing and it's the that that chemical in our brain that mm-hmm. was a dopamine 
uh, receptors something, or something like that you yeah. know science science stuff so, some, some, something. it's the science stuff's in our heads that go to the other thing and then they hit, yeah. they, they hit the bullseye exactly exactly <laughs> what I mean. absolutely yeah i'm glad yeah. we had our science talk yeah I think it's same. informative to people i mean i i practically did not do the last few years of uh school so i have no idea did the environment <laughs> of school not being great affect your uh ability to focus on schoolwork yes i mean oh my god school was such a hard thing for me. I struggled with so much like anxiety, so much like bullying when I was younger and all yeah. that. So yeah, like it, it was very hard for me to focus on school. Well, um, bullying will do that, you know. Oh, it was it was very very hard because I've always been a very like feminine person. Like that, like that was not something that I was ever able to like hide or mask. Like it was like it, I was just very feminine and very gay. <laughs> sure. And like I said, that would just kind of like didn't exist in my town and yeah. in my schools and anything. And so it was very hard for me to be in a you know a public school system like that. And so my parents, being so amazing, they wanted to do anything that they could to help me. And they're like, well, let's change schools let's try this one let's go to the next town let's yeah. change it i changed schools like three times and then at yeah. some point it was like uh we need to just do online schooling <laughs> and like that's yeah. what it turned into so that is kind of the reason why i did that um but i mean yeah going back to not knowing much about like science and stuff i kind of just cheated my whole way through school yeah well because also it makes it hard to focus on the stuff mm-hmm. and i have adhd too and mm-hmm. was bullied so it's like mm-hmm. there's just done a lot of um reward there it seemed yeah. like you know like uh what's the point and also it seems it's a hostile environment you know especially mm-hmm. when there's moments where teachers could protect you and they don't protect mm-hmm. you and then you start to doubt the what what are they mm-hmm. although the good thing about that is it helps you to question authority mm-hmm. at a very young age yeah yeah absolutely uh, and it starts you thinking about i guess i think what you know not that there's great things about being bullied or having mm-hmm. things like that but the things that we can extract from it is that yeah. you know we look at power structures and we look at uh, even within the kids you know and you look at groupthink and you look at um all the associated mm-hmm. uh, things that you see later in life yeah i mean it definitely shaped me into like who i am i'm, yeah. I'm not gonna say i mean yeah it was hard but i'm happy it happened in a way yeah um and i think you know not to cut you off but i think no. being grateful overall for our experiences can be difficult but i think mm-hmm. that's what we have to um, arrive at yeah. in order to extract the good things mm-hmm. from it instead because self-pity is an easy thing to get into yeah and like why me or mm-hmm. whatever and you can slip into that any anytime too and we all you know we shouldn't say we can never feel that or should never feel it but i think we should look at it as a, like a signpost for like oh mm-hmm. why am i feeling this yeah yeah i mean yeah school was hard and i had like really bad like separation anxiety from like my mom like we're very close and i was going through like a lot of that and i I just hated school like i would cry every time i had to go on the bus like yeah it was a miserable miserable time in my life <laughs> yeah because the bus ride is like oh it's like the countdown to the oh, so atmospheric bad. anxiety and pressure because I, I bet at a while after a while or even not after a while probably immediately there was a feeling of always being stared at or always mm-hmm. being like just a hair away from being harassed yeah. I mean that that's what it felt like. I like I always felt like I was in school and like everyone was like staring at me. And, and even if they weren't really, that's what it felt like. Yeah. You know, cuz I was young and I was just so like I mean, like I said I was so feminine and I couldn't really like hide that and like I've always known that I've been gay even like I mean so little. Like I've always been very confident in that. And I just always felt like everyone was staring at me and I couldn't make friends and I didn't it was just so hard for me. Yeah, and that that unfortunately can become 
in your mind, yeah. your character, mm-hmm. the not making friends thing. And that yeah. can like lead to more of that when you're then able to mm-hmm. in different situations. Thankfully, that's not what happened. Mm-hmm. But it can. did you ever find that to be a barrier once you left that situation? Or did you find that it was more once you left that environment and came to LA, it was pretty quick? That you were able to. Oh, I I felt like I pulled out of it really quick. Like yeah. especially when I moved out here, I was just like, okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's over I'm there. fabulous. I feel gorgeous. Let's <laughs> hit it. Like you know what I mean? I felt like just so ready. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. And that's what it sounds like, and that's that's how it should be. Yeah, I mean, coming here really was like the best thing I ever did. <laughs> it really was. I'm not a big drinker. This is a fun fact. Like I don't really drink. That's just yeah. not like my thing. Like in drag or not, whether I'm at home or like with the girls, like I'm just not a big drinker. But like once in a while, like if I'm feeling it, like I will turn the party. Last time I I was feeling it. I had a lovely time. (laughs) I was just like, I feel stunning. The air conditioning's on. Like I want a shot. Yeah. And then especially you get your number done. Then you can really just. Oh, yeah. I don't. Oh, no, no, no. I don't do anything before the number, which I've done before. And I've had a very bad experience (laughs) with it. Like there was one time. I think it was my birthday, actually. And I was performing on my birthday. When is your birthday? April 8th, I'm an Aries. Oh, lovely, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You're like, I know. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, I know you're an Aries. Um, But I was performing on my birthday, and I was, I mean, it was my birthday, so I was like, I'm going to turn it. Like, I'm performing tonight, I'm in drag, I'm going to drink. They're all here for me. Yeah, I, like, smoked a little bit, and I was on stage, and I, like, could not get the words. Like, it was like, and, like, I, I knew the song, but it was just, like not in my head and i was like that's the last time i could do anything like so i don't do anything before i perform yeah it's a freaky feeling right when you're doing the thing that you do yeah and i got you're like, like major uh, like anxiety on stage mm-hmm. and i just like i was so nervous and i was like overthinking and i was like mm-hmm. okay okay i cannot do that again yeah so i'll perform after that sure let's go to the bar let's have a good time now what's your favorite drink when you want to drink <sighs> i mean i'm so like simple like just give me like a little red bull vodka moment and like yeah, i'm good to go well that's good yeah a little pep and a little uh Oh, I love a Red Bull. Like, that will get me going. (laughs) There's Red Bull here if you'd like a plain Red Bull, by the way. Thank you. Would you like one? I will will be spitting out of control. That's fine. We like that. Sure. Let's go. Okay, cool. And I have a couple of the flavor variations, I think. Let's see. Uh, I love this place. (laughs) It's a good place, place right? This place is fun. Uh, I'll go check and see. um, Here, uh, let me go grab. And if uh, we want to take a a break or anything, Okay, we're doing a commercial break. Stunning. Okay. I love that nail color. Is that... Wait, now, is that that one uh, shade or is it two... On top of each other. Oh, show it actually. Show it to the camera. I mean, I mean, they're kind of rotted. There's no tips <laughs> right now. <laughs> okay, where's my microphone? I'm oh, yeah, that's right. That would be helpful. Um, where did it go? Please this hold. this happens all the time. Does it? Okay. Well, yeah, because it's a sectional couch and things. Oh, wait, hold on. Um, also, the cables are like a mile long, so not all these cables. <laughs> Oh, wait, what is this? Oh, wait, you know what? I'm holding, you know what? That's your mic. How dare you? <laughs> it was fine, okay, but then I went over two. and he stole my mic and changed his <laughs> shirt, which made it weird. And then, <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I had, uh, my, my, my shirt wasn't properly laundered. Thankfully, you didn't notice, so. No, I noticed at all. Good. No, yeah, so uh, of the two Red Bull options, which would you prefer? Now, they've been, that one's been in the fridge for a long time, but they don't go bad, you right? Know, I am a sugar-free diva. Oh, oh, but th- wait, that's so, yeah, that's what this, oh, is, this good. is stunning. Good, this is fantastic. Like. Okay, good, yes. good, yes. good. Would you like? You can pour it now if you'd like. Or oh, okay. I would have poured it for you, but I didn't know no. which one you okay. wanted. Oh my god, please hold. <laughs> Take your time. Yeah, certainly. <laughs> <laughs> Do they make any of the flavors in uh, sugar free? 
I don't, oh. <laughs> oh, no, I, just, I figured I was um, asking you a question. I don't think so. I mean, yeah. uh, there was one that they actually discontinued. It was called um, Crisp Pear or something like that. Oh, and it was my favorite, but they discontinued it. It's always the ones. Sorry, that I only you... have this one now. Oh, that's too bad. Crisp Pear. I don't think I've had that one. I had that. Fabulous. I, I, the coconut one was, I could not get into that. Uh, it was too suntan lotion for me. There you go. Oh, Look, I it? could see uh, the, the delight. Yeah. Okay. Anywho, sorry, girls. Oh no, not at all. Beverages are an important part of the show. Very. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I mean, I'm constantly vaping, so. Uh, oh, so you're you're a vape girl? Okay. Uh, yes, I am. Yes, I am. Yeah. And oh, <laughs> it's interesting that there's the no smoking rule for House of Avalon, right? Or it's like that's in the. Um, that that's in the old uh, manifesto. I or mean, something. they they all have their vapes now. So. That's the thing. Uh, well, I mentioned to Rubber. I don't know if it was on or off the show. Mm-hmm. That I was happy to see that there's people uh, out there that vape just as much as I do. Because uh, oh, they love it. <laughs> they love vape. <laughs> Morning till night. <laughs> Were you ever a smoker? Oh no 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 never. Good. I I can't really even like smoke weed. Like I like yeah. I just. Like, the actual, like, smoking part of it. Like, I just don't know how to do it. Yeah. But, like, an edible moment? Absolutely. Do you have a favorite kind of edible? Like, a flavor or anything? You know what? There's this one that I've been <laughs> taking, like, every night. I mean, it just, like, puts me down. And I love it. And I think it's called Smokies. Oh, okay. They're fabulous. And they have, like, this, like, peach one. And it tastes like peach rings, which is, like, my favorite candy. Oh, yeah. That can be dangerous, though, with an edible. Oh, my right. God. Sometimes I want to have the whole bag. But that that's, like, what I'm into right now. Like, I'm more of, like, an edible kind of girl than, like, yeah. smoking something. I I just don't like the act of, like, having something in my hand and, like, I'm smoking it. Like, yeah. it, I, I don't know why, but I just don't like that. No, I understand that also um, when I do have weed and it doesn't turn into a disaster like mm-hmm. the other night – it's uh, one hit on a vape pen, a very light sativa. Mm. But I find with smoking it, it's very catch-as-catch-can in terms of how much you're going to get. Because mm-hmm. you, also as a former cigarette smoker, if I'm doing the act of inhaling something, I take a huge haul. Not recommended. And, not at all. And when you're smoking it even just uh, without that, you you don't know how much you're getting in. Mm-hmm. Whereas a vape pen, you, it's kind of controlled and, and edible particularly. Well, yeah, that's also another reason why I like it is because it's controlled, like you said, and I could just have one, like, I know it's going to do what it needs to do for me, and, yeah. like, I can lay down and go to sleep, but with, like, weed, I don't know, it's always kind of, like, a gamble. Yeah. Like, in my head, at least, I'm always like, yeah. oh, like, what is this? Like, is, is it going to get me turned? Like, yeah. I don't know, so I'd rather just, like, not do it. Yeah, yeah. Do you, have you ever had the too much edible experience? Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's happened to me like once or twice. And I, oh my God, major anxiety. I mean, like, you know, like you've, I'm sure you've Oh, yeah, that no, that's exactly, like, yeah. You have a little bit too much and it's like, okay, like, where am I? <laughs> like, yeah. Well, a friend yes. of mine drank an entire half of a lemonade, not knowing that it was like you're supposed <gasps> to pour a shot into something. He was house sitting at a friend's house, woke up, was like, oh, lemonade. How refreshing. <sighs> and then once he Oof. finally was getting over the almost acid trip psychosis, he was, he didn't know what it was that had done it to him. So we drank the rest of the lemonade. No, <laughs> no, no. That is a nightmare. And realized as he was finishing it, he looked at the bottle and it wasn't on the front. It didn't say at like. At that point, it's like, well, yeah. here we go again. Good, like, yeah, exactly. I'm off to the races. Yeah. <laughs> that is so scary. I mean, I don't think I've experienced anything like that. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah. I hope I don't at least. But. Well, because well, I think if, if I think mostly you know when you're dealing with an edible, mm-hmm. when it's an accidental, that's. Oof. Ugh, what about yeah. do you like anything else psychedelics or anything oh i've definitely had like my fun yeah um yeah. shrooms is like a fun moment Those are fun, yeah. acid is a fun moment but i love acid but to me like that was kind of like 
I think I did it what twice, mm-hmm. but like, I don't think I've ever would want to do it again. Like it was kind of just like a one and done thing. Like I know what it, like it is. Yeah. It's a cute moment, but like I just don't like that it lasts like so long. It does last a really long. No, time. but like too long. It's like <laughs> like you can't even go to sleep, and if you do go to sleep, you wake up and like you're still feeling it. And I don't yeah. like that. It's like I want to have a good time and I want it to be over. But I will say, um, I watched what was it Moulin Rouge for the first time uh-huh. and the girls were like you have to see this and I was like well I mean we have as it like, let's just like do it <laughs> that's a perfect and it combo. was I mean it was like wonderful but I mean that movie's obviously sad I mean you've seen it right oh, I yeah. mean it's like very sad in the end and it was just like I felt every emotion I was like this is so beautiful but it's so sad and I was like so I can't watch that movie again because like I'll just only think of like of that that first time when I watched it yeah um so yeah like I've I've had like good trips thankfully but good I know <laughs> yeah. I almost made the mistake of watching beaches on acid and then i was like nope nope i got 10 minutes in yeah, and I went, you got you got to be careful with the movie choices you when you're doing something i was watching a fun bet meddler movie and i was like well mm-hmm. just keep going like this and this was the milder acid it wasn't full but it was very emotional i get very emotional yeah. on psychedelics i like that though mm-hmm. like as soon as the crying starts i'm like oh good this love is that I, yeah. I love all the emotional stuff i yeah. love it are you a big crier not general? really like i'm really not mm-hmm. i don't really cry often what about at movies no. no. Yeah. <laughs> it's like once in a blue moon. I think like, I mean, I definitely cried for Moulin Rouge, obviously. Well, cried when I watched Selena. What else? The notebook I watched when I was like so, I don't even know why I was watching it. I was so young. Yeah. I remember watching it and I was bawling my eyes out. <laughs> and I was like, this is so weird. But yeah. I love I'm, that I'm, I'm not a big crier. No. Yeah. I can cry more easily at a musical. I find that I can cry more when I'm listening to like an album, like a really good artist sure. or something. But like movies, like not so much, which is really strange. Well, not strange necessarily, yeah. but it sounds like music will be the, the thing that mm-hmm. unlocks it. Mm-hmm. Now, what yeah. about uh, dancers that you admired when you both first started dancing and now? You know, when it comes to dancing, like, I mean, first thing that comes to mind is like Britney and like those dancers that yeah. like I always like watched and studied and and like looked up to. Um, yeah, I'm just like so obsessed with like that era, like early 2000s, Y2K. Like, I just think that it could never be done again. Mm-hmm. And like that kind of dancing will never be like be done again. Yeah. And that was that was what I looked up to when I was dancing. Like I was yeah. I was always like looking at that, you know. Mm-hmm. How about choreographers? Do you have any choreographers that you really like? Oh my god, you know, choreographers that I love. Um Miguel Zarate is really incredible choreographer. I'm actually going to be working with him soon, which I'm very excited That's about. Fantastic. And he's like a good friend of mine. I've known him for a while. Yeah. Um, Darrell Bullock is one of my favorites. Um, uh, Jaron Reese is a good friend of mine. I've, I've known him for years. He was like my mentor when I moved out here. So mm-hmm. yeah, there are, there are a few like choreographers that like I love and I, I still stay in touch with. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like you have a bunch of stuff planned coming up soon yeah i mean well i mean yeah going back to the dancing like i yeah. really kind of have, have been tapping into that more and i've been realizing like oh i'm really getting that itch to like do it again mm-hmm. and and i want to do it and i want to do it right yeah. um so i am like working with some friends we've had some like creative meetings and i i want to like do some sort of video some sort of music video with dancers and just do something fun like yeah. something different for me that i've never done before so We'll see. It's kind of like in the works. I'm really excited about it. Any travel coming up? Well, I actually have to go to New Jersey for a wedding. And then while I'm there, I think um, I'm going to head to New York the week after. So Mm -hmm. we'll see what that 
that entails for me. I'm excited to go back. You went to the Q Club, right? When you were yes, and I, and I think that we went the first night that it was open. I think so. Yeah. 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 Oh my god, we had so much fun. I don't even like really remember that night. <laughs> That's how it's supposed to be. And like I said, like I don't get that way. Yeah. But it's just like if the moment's right, like I will. And I was like, you know what? We're in New York. Like we're in drag. Like we're at this gorgeous club. Like I'm gonna turn it. I did shrooms that night, which was really oh fun. wow, yeah. And I was drinking the house down. <laughs> so I'm excited to go back and. You know, it's such a perfect time to do that because you'd all have been cooped up and y'all yeah. were the toast of the town. Thanks. You're Thank welcome. you. New York was so wonderful to us. They like really welcomed us with open arms and they did so much for us. And the queue is run by fabulous people. Frankie Sharp. Oh my God. It and, was so yeah. much fun. Cannot like talk about it enough. It was wonderful. I can't wait to go there. Oh, you, you have to go. It is yeah. so much fun. Yeah, I'm going to do a show with Frankie as well. I'm looking forward to having him on okay, the podcast. Great. Yeah, oh, he's good, fascinating. Good, good. I've been to a couple of other parties that he, he's thrown mm-hmm. at times past, but uh, now I'm excited that he's running his own place. It was so much fun. I'm excited to go back so i hopefully um the girls and everyone will be in new york in september so we'll see oh fun yeah yeah, yeah. that's really good so yeah. we, we, we might have like a part two moment which oh I'm you certainly about. will oh, you certainly will yeah you certainly will yeah the first time i went to new york on my own it was great because i'd been there before with mm-hmm. previous partners and everything but there was always like constraints on various things or whatever but then when i went by myself it was quite a time mm-hmm. and it was wonderful and i enjoyed that thing of new york which i hadn't gotten before yeah because there was a, you know when you travel and there's like a pressure or there's mm-hmm. not necessarily with them but financial difficulties or whatever and this was free and easy and like going to club coming i recommend going to club coming if you want a fun cabaret okay kind of place i mean the name sounds enticing right yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and more and, yeah and uh in more ma- ways than one because alan cumming owns it but then there's also that uh mondays with lance is a lovely time lance horn okay he plays piano and he can play anything. He's um he's done like um, Broadway shows and okay. all that and play with Jake Shears, et cetera. And he plays and anyone in the audience who wants to get up and sing can sing. Broadway singers. There's who you never know who's gonna be mm. there. And it's always a good time. And then they have cute dance nights there as well. And uh, it's a it's a really nice time. Yeah, and that's on the lower east side. Oh cute. Yeah, I mean see there's just there's so much to do in New York. Like mm-hmm. it is it's so overwhelming and fun and i'm i'm excited to go back and also really again you guys have the keys to the city so that's Thanks. you're welcome it's so sweet it's nice it's lovely yeah. <laughs> to see you all at the boom boom room you know, and knowing what happened at the curtains and everything yeah you know we were yeah we were talking about it the other night and like i really feel like we we have like a cute group and like family in new york that now when we go we have like a group of people that we see and we hang out with and they yeah. show us around and that is very lovely. Yeah, it's just like when you were talking about LA and knowing someone, you need to know some people yeah. to unlock the city. Yeah, and especially know. last time, like we met so many amazing people that we parted with and hung out yeah. with and I'm excited to go back and see everyone. It was it was really nice. I've had a lovely time talking with you. I had a lovely, I mean, time like flew by. Flew what is by. it, like two hours? We are just I yapping know. away. I know. And I, it's not that I want to end it, but I, I feel like we're at a good stopping point. I, I mean, we touched on many things. We did. Very delicately and very invasively. Very deep. Yeah. Very not deep. <laughs> yes, I mean, exactly. I, I love both. I love both as well. I yeah. had a lovely time. Thank you. I had a lovely time with you and I look forward to having you back again. Please do. Please, Please do. do. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, Rosie. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>